This is section 2.7 of AMSCO, Comparison of Economic Exchange. Calico was known as the City of Spices, a market city where merchants traded their goods for pepper and cinnamon from India and a variety of goods from other areas as well. In some ways, such as the, in, such as the ability to provide security and the diversity of people who patronize the markets, Calcutta was like other big trading cities along the well-traveled trade routes. In other ways, such as the type of currency it used and how the polity or governmental unit made money on trade, it differed from trading cities elsewhere. The similarities and differences among trading cities were also reflected in larger trading networks. Similarities um, among networks of exchange. Several major, major trading networks connected people in Africa, Europe, and Asia between the years uh, 1200 and 1450. The Silk Road through the Gobi Desert and mountain passes in China and Central Asia to Southwest Asia and Europe on which merchants tended to specialize in luxury goods was the first one. The second one was the monsoon-dependent trade routes in the Indian Ocean linking East Asia with Southeast Asia, South Asia, and Southwest Asia, on which merchants exchanged goods too heavy to transport on land. And the third one was the Trans-Saharan trade routes from North Africa and the Mediterranean Basin across the desert to West and East Africa, on which merchants traded salt from North Africa with gold from kingdoms south of the desert. While each exchange network had its unique characteristics, all were, all were similar in their origins, purpose, and effects. Origins. Interregional trade began well before the common era as agrarian cultures consolidated into stable settlements. The trade that flourished between circa 1200 and circa 1450 built on routes that these early traders and conquerors first traced. As kingdoms and empires expanded, so did the trade routes they controlled and traveled. The post-classical trading networks also needed the stability of established states to grow and expand. Stable kingdoms, caliphates, city-states, or empires assured merchants that the routes and merchants themselves would be protected, which is why the wealthy merchants in Calicut could walk away from their cargoes knowing they would not be stolen. Stable polities also supported the technological, technological upgrades that made trade more profitable. Nautical equipment such as the magnetic compass and latine sail, high-yielding strains of crops, and saddles to allow for the carriage of heavy loads and goods. Purpose. The trading network shared an overall economic purpose, to exchange what people were able to grow or produce for what they wanted, needed, or could use to trade for other items. In other words, their purpose was primarily economic. However, as you have read, pe people exchanged much more than just products. Diplomats and missionaries also traveled the tree routes, negotiating alliances and proselytizing for converts. How, uh, together, merchants, diplomats, and missionaries exchanged ways of life as well as economic goods. Effects All the exchange networks also had ex experienced similar effects. Because of the very nature of a network, which can be described as a fabric of cords crossing at regular distances, knotted for strength at crossings, the trade routes all gave rise to trading cities, the quote-unquote knots that held the network together. The growth of trading cities gave rise to another effect of trade networks, centralization. Malacca, for example, grew 
uh, wealthy from the fees levied on ships and cargoes passing through the Strait of Malacca. To prevent piracy, Malacca used its wealth to develop a strong navy, an in-devour that required centralized planning. Trading cities along each of the trade routes underwent similar developments, using their wealth to keep their routes and the cities safe. Another aspect of trade in cities that encouraged centralization was a desire for a standardized currency. Widely accepted currencies sped up transactions and enabled merchants to measure the value of products. Differences among networks of exchange. Despite their similarities, the networks of exchange were different in some ways, especially in the goods they exchanged. The nature of the trade routes and the transportation, the technologies they inspired, and the religions they spread. So in the Silk Roads, uh, we have going from east to west, uh, the silk, spices, dyes, tea, porcelain, rice, paper, and gunpowder were traded. And from west to east, horses, saddles, fruit, domestic animals, honey, and textiles were traded. The main um, uh, animals used for transportation uh, were horses and camels. And the technologies they used were saddles and caravan or sai. The religions that spread along the Silk Roads were Buddhism from South Asia to East and Southeast Asia, Neo-Confucianism from China to Korea, Japan, and Vietnam, and Islam from Southwest Asia to South Asia. So the Indian Ocean, uh, from East Africa, gold, ivory, quartz, and animal skills, skins were uh, traded. From Southwest Asia, citrus, fruits, dates, and books were traded, and from southern India, textiles, peppers, and pearls were traded. The technologies used in the Indian Ocean were dows, junks, and stern rudders, lateen sails, the astrolabe, and the magnetic compass, and the religions that spread were Buddhism, Neo-Confucianism, Islam, and Christianity. In the Trans-Saharan Trade Networks, uh, the goods uh, traveled north to south were horses, books, and salt, and the goods that were traveled south to north were gold, ivory, cloth, and slaves. The main technologies used in the Trans-Saharan network were caravans of camels for carrying goods. People also walked on foot, and they used saddles to increase load-bearing. And the main religion that spread um, along the Trans-Saharan networks was Islam. The trading networks also had unique currencies and commercial practices. For example, at one time, silk was not only a commodity, but also a currency. In places in Southeast Asia, tin ingots were used as, as a currency standard. West African states used cowrie shells as currency. In time, however, states shifted to a money economy based on gold and other metal coins. To make commerce less bulky, the Chinese invented flying cash and established the precursors of banks, including the practice of extending credit. Social implications of networks of exchange. The rising demand of, for luxury goods spurred efforts to make production more efficient than it had been. China went through a period of proto and proto-industrialization as it sought to meet the demand for iron, steel, and porcelain. New business practices, such as partnerships for sharing the risk of investment, began to emerge. 
The production of goods such as textiles and porcelain in China's and spices in South and Southeast Asia increased to meet demands. As the amount of goods increased, the volume of trade on maritime trade networks began to supersede and that of the overland trade networks. So the overseas routes kind of grew more popular than the overland routes and were used more. Larger ships were needed as well as improved navigational knowledge and technology. Labor. The demand for labor uh, rose along with the growing demand for products. The forms of labor from earlier periods continued. Free peasant farmers, craft workers, or artisans in, co in cottage industries, people forced to work to pay off debts, which is known as debt peonage, and people forced into labor through, labor through enslavement. Trade in slaves was common along the Indian Ocean and Trans-Saharan networks. Large-scale projects, irrigation canals, military defenses, great buildings, called for the work of thousands of organized laborers. Kinship ties also played a role in coordinating these large-scale products. An observer in the Vijayanagar Empire in South India in the 1300s described the work of a completing a giant reservoir. He says, in the tank, I saw so many people at work that there must have been 15 or 20,000 men looking like ants so that you could not see the ground on which they walked. So many there were. This tank the, the king portioned out among his, his captains, each of whom had the duty of seeing that people placed under him did their work, and the tank was finished and brought to completion. Social and Gender Structures the typical social structures during the period between 1200 and 1450 were still defined by class or caste, and societies, with rare exceptions, remained patriarchies. There were, however, areas where women exercised more power and influence. For example, even though the vast Mongol Empire was a patriarchy, Mongol women had somewhat more freedom than women in other parts of Afro-Eurasia. Mongol women moved about freely and refused the burqa from the west and foot-biting from the east. Women were also often top advisors to the great Khan. In Europe, women worked as farmers and artisans, and they had their own guilds. In Southeast Asia, women were skilled in practices of the marketplace, operating and controlling marketplaces as representatives of powerful families. Outside these limited areas, however, women within other major regions still experienced far fewer opportunities and freedoms than men in virtually all aspects of life. Environmental processes. The interconnections that spurred so much vibrant economic and cultural exchange also led to a steep population decline as merchants, uh, diplomats, and missionaries transferred the bubonic plague and other infectious diseases along the trade routes. The plague, named the Black Death, contributed to the decline of the once great cities, such as Constantinople. Most believe that at least a third of Europe's population died during this period. China experienced outbreaks in the 1330s and 1350s, causing tens of millions of deaths. Changes in trade networks led to a cultural diffusion and the development of educational centers in cities such as Canton, Samarkand, Timbuktu, Cairo, and Venice. Political instability and increased agricultural strain the environment. For example, soil erosion from deforestation or overgrazing forced growing populations to migrate to other areas.
And that concludes section 2.7 of AMSCO. Thank you.